Greetings, this is James Gillen with As You Wish Talk Radio, and he said he Stargate on Rumble, VMO, uh, God knows how many other channels, but uh, uh, it's getting to be crazy, and we've got so much going on and more coming. We've got, uh, we just launched he said he Stargate TV, check that out, uh, you know, unbelievable information on there. There's movies on there that hardly anybody has seen. There's the Uncontrolled Narrative, Contact Has Begun 1 and 2 uh and a lot of documentaries um uh there's just i mean I, it takes me forever to go through the list we have a lot of the conferences up there too so it would be a great uh chance to hear some of the other people we've had amazing conferences amazing UFO activity as well but uh anyway that's up and uh so be sure and check it out he said he's stargate tv uh and uh anyway a lot happening in the news uh kevin mccartney is uh uh, Carthy, I mean, is doing his thing, and uh, he is he is uh, stepping up to the plate. So we'll see what happens. And the committees he's set to get set up with Jim Jordan and everybody else is amazing. And uh, we're going to get down to the nitty gritty here on all the censorship, the interference, the weaponization of all the agencies. All this stuff is all coming up. And you know, the big news right now is is Biden. I guess in at least two, maybe three different places, had all this. Uh, uh, classified information and so that's another big bomb you know and he got busted for that but of course you know no fbi raids no nothing happened on his side his lawyers just handled everything and and the uh, lamestream news is trying to cover all up oh it's nothing it's nothing you know it wasn't the same when they found something with trump but uh anyway it doesn't matter uh you know he should go through the same scrutiny he should have his houses raided and everything else you know just you know, it's what's good for the goose is good for the gander, basically. A uh, lot going on, though, but I guess this is all coming out. It's just amazing that the the what they're covering right now, and, and uh, a lot of us have been waiting for all this to, to come out. Um, as my guest, I've got Lily Nova, and uh, she's been on the show before. She's a, a UFO photographer, ET contactee, C5 practitioner, channeler, psychic and DNA activator. Her story and footage has been published in mainstream media news, including LAD Bible and The Mirror. She has been featured on Coast to Coast with George Norrie and on TV shows like Paranormal Caught on Camera. I think we're going to be on, we might be on Coast to Coast here pretty soon. We'll see what happens. But uh, anyway, UFOs uh, began visiting Lily during COVID while out shooting space photography. As her experiences progressed, she learned about these otherworldly beings, how to invite, initiate contact with them. They taught her how to activate her dormant DNA and psychic abilities. She now uses these gifts to channel messages, DNA activations, and healing on her YouTube channel. Lily is dedicated to sharing her findings and experience with the world and to help others initiate contact and connect with enlightened star beings and their star families. And uh, anyway, you can go to... uh, uh https uh colon slash slash lilynova spaceart.com and uh, she's got linktree and social media as well and uh it's uh colon slash slash linktree uh 
I think tr.ee slash Lily Nova in space and on YouTube. Uh, she's at uh, at youtube.com slash C slash Lily Nova starseed slash videos. So uh, that's a mouthful. But anyway, without any further ado, I want to bring uh, Lily on the show. Lily, are you with us? Hi, I'm here. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Oh, it's going great. Uh, finally, finally getting on top of things here and uh, uh, getting things functional. We we just brought in four thousand gallons of water, you know, so we're good. We're good for a year almost, but uh, we'll see. Here we have to catch our own water because everything's off the grid here. So it's it's great, you know. No matter what happens, we're we're totally set up. So uh, uh, you know, if all hell broke loose, uh, we. We would probably not even know it unless, you know, we do have internet here and that's about it. But uh, I know they are promising things like uh, Klaus Schwab is saying that, you know, a, a cyber attack is going to cripple the world. And that's, an, that's his next announcement of their next new program. So everybody needs to be aware of that. You know, they could, uh, you know, they have ways of shutting down computers and shutting down supply lines and shutting down airports. But that was a white hat one the last one was a white hat exercise but they can they can go on and and uh, so anyway hopefully the the cyber boys are on that one you know the white hats to take care of that but uh anyway so much going on right now um how's things going in your, in your world over there it's going great um ca- catching up on rest has been needed lately nice <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, energy going on, a lot of clearing work. Um, and I, I've been doing that on my channel with the live activations and everything. So that's that's kind of one of the big major things that the star beings have been showing me lately is like cutting cords, clearing all of the BS, all the, you know, negative stuff and and focusing within, you know. So yeah, so yeah been been busy doing that. <laughs> You know, it's a must right now um, with these last, uh, we had an X-class flare and then a couple um, M-class flares come in and uh, and we just went through a full moon not too long ago. And with all that energy coming in, uh, I know the veils are getting very thin right now and a lot of people's stuff is coming up and then we, we're, we're in Mercury retrograde on top of that, but and then and I guess some other huge inf- energies have come in and hit the planet of unknown origin. They don't know where this is coming from. But I always tell people, you know, it's going to affect the bioelectric fields around your body. And this quickening, uh, sometimes you got to go through hell to get to heaven. You know, the, the lower astral levels will or are becoming fails between those worlds are getting very thin. Our own shit is coming up. <laughs> Excuse my language. But, uh, you know, things are being triggered. And it, you know, I'm seeing stuff pop up in my life that, you know, happened, you know, when I was 19 or things like that. And I go, oh, wow, you know that. And I had to kind of look at it, feel it, process it, move it through. But uh, um, it's it, it's on right now. And, and we're seeing on every level, the physical level, everything's being exposed. You know, everybody is seen for their true motives and, and their true nature, uh, their true character. The uh, uh, I've never seen anything like it. What I, what's blowing my mind right now is the accusers that are are 
accusing, especially in politics, even in the UFO community and everything else, the ones that are making the most accusations right now are the ones that are doing exactly what they accuse others of. It, it's just unbelievable. It's so blatant right now. And and, uh, and I, my only question is, are these people just pure evil? Do they have some agenda? They've been taken over? Or do they really believe their story? You know, because if they took a look at their own lives, they'd see that what they're doing is defining their character, you know, not anybody else's. But I've never seen anything where... Uh, you know, a, a classic example right now is is Biden hiding all those classified things in his garage. You know, and his he's got three different places in a in a college that's heavily funded by the the Communist Chinese Party. You know, uh, all it's just unbelievable. I mean, it's, this is ten times worse than anything they tried to pin on Trump. You know, and I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I'm just looking at the obvious, and you, not a peep. You know, and they're all defending him. And I heard him give a speech and he says, you know, they're in my garage locked up with my Corvette. Do you think I don't take care of my Corvette? You know, he's talking about his Corvette and I'm going a garage. You know, I think pretty much anybody can go through a garage, even if even if it's probably an automatic door opener. I'd be surprised if he didn't have that. And uh, those are easily easy hacked, you know, but yeah, it. it it's just you can just go down the line and everything that one group is accusing the others of they themselves are doing and and it's just a big show you know it's just uh but uh anyway i'm seeing that in the in the same thing in ufology same thing you know politics ufology religions it doesn't matter it's coming up everywhere have, have you noticed that yeah, definitely. And that's one of the things that uh, whenever I started becoming aware of more of that, you know, I asked source like, what, what is going on? Why? Is it, even with, you know, the, the people who are fighting for this, they're, you're, they're getting caught in those kind of traps. So it just really yeah. kind of threw me for a loop. But I think part of it is also just like human nature. Um you know, in, in projections, projections of what's going on within, but the stuff in the media and with politics is definitely a big show. They were saying that since, uh, like with Biden, since he openly admitted to it and, you know, kind of was brushing it off the rug, then it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's so weird. It's like, okay, it's done now. Let's move on. You know, it, it's like, now, wait a second, that didn't happen with Trump, you know, it's like uh, Russia, you know, Russiagate. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, okay, well, that turned out to be false. Okay, let's move on to the next story. No, let's have a little personal responsibility for whoever pushed those false agendas and and take care of that. But I think, I think now I'm really hoping that they've continued to go through with this. But boy, all these, uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy, all of these uh, panels he's put together and the people he has on these panels, and and with Elon Musk and Twitter and everything else, it's all up in everybody's faces, you know. But there are still, uh, you know, I, I every once in a while I'll go to Home Depot to get some building supplies or whatever else, and, and there's people that are just dreading Trump getting back in, you know. And they're going, oh, my God, we can't let him back in. We can't. And I said, have you, have you seen the condition of your country, the condition of your environment, you know, the condition of, you know, your supply line, your economy, uh, 
uh, everything is in the toilet right now and you're worried about you know you need to worry about the guy that's in there now and uh i just said i i you know right now they say any anybody but trump and now now they're saying anybody but biden you know but uh uh anyway i i hate to get into politics but it's just so obvious it's it's not just in the political world you know the catholic church is having this big reveal all this information is coming out about how much uh, the child sex trafficking and all that stuff, it's all coming out. Uh, so in the religious fields, it's coming out, the political fields, the the Hollywood is pr- pretty much, you know, they, it's always been going on there and it's all being exposed. Mm-hmm. Uh, like everything's you know, erupting. Everything's yeah. erupting all at once. And the movie industry, it's just like, it's it's crazy. I was I I wrote this little thing and let's see if I can find it. I found there's some stuff and I I won't even talk about it, but uh, with Belensky and all those things or what you know the Ukraine and all that stuff and I was just saying, well, it's the most corrupt country on the planet basically, and it's riddled with bioweapon labs and sex trafficking and child child trafficking and. And more than any other place, I said, "Why is that a bad thing? <laughs> you know, you know, why are we trying to stop that from being cleaned up? You know, I'm trying to figure this one out." And then you really think about, well, the guys trying to stop it are the guys involved in all that, you know, and all the slush funds, and it's just a big slush fund, anyway. But getting back to ufology, I was writing this thing. I wrote this thing out, and I said, "I said, okay, a hundred billion trillion life sustaining planets out there that's their new number they're at right now they've got a hundred billion trillion life sustaining planets out there and uh uh and and so they're still saying we're it you know we're the only ones it you know these guys you know i hear these neil degrasse and all these guys talking and pushing covid shots and all these other things and and saying well there could be life but uh you know i don't know it's it's unbelievable i i go my god these guys are are spiritual idiots. I hate to say it, but they are, you know, they're very challenged when it comes to anything outside of the uh, standard curriculum. But yeah, but anyway, I mean, just like with with scientists and doctors coming from a nutrition and health background, anything that's like holistic or intuitive or outside of the box is pseudoscience. Yeah, so all these doctors, they've they they go exactly off of their curriculum and those curriculums are very, very outdated. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I had some questions for these guys and I said, okay, who cut the stones, you know, for the for all these megalithic buildings? And why have these stones been exposed to high heat, like 7,000 degrees? You know, that's a laser. That's, you cut stones. That's what lasers do when they cut stones, you know, and how did they move into place? That's counter gravity or anti-gravity so they had both the ability to move these massive objects and cut them a long long time ago where did that technology did did pro magnum man all of a sudden you know find a laser you know from a crash ship or something but i mean their their theories are just there's just based common sense and and so you know i always said a lot of the mainstream scientists are they're like they're same as mainstream news. You know, it's the same thing. They perpetuate a false narrative and recycled ignorance, you know, for their paymasters. And, and that's it. Basically they keep this false narrative going. And the other thing I was saying, I know I'm talking a lot on this show, but 
The other thing I'm saying, I was saying is 75 years of censorship, a controlled narrative carried out by talking heads, uh, perpetuating the recycled ignorance of their paymasters and, uh, and, and doing what they tell them to say. And that's why UFO, we're still at Roswell. We're, we're still having people saying, do UFOs exist? Are they real? And, and that was 75 years ago. And, and people go, it's, there's no censorship. There's, there's no controlled narrative. And I'm going, I want you to think about this. 75 years ago, we're still asking if Roswell happened, if it's real, and do UFOs exist? And, and uh, I, I know you've had your contact, and we've had like 40 years of documented contact with triple PhD Boeing engineers and Lockheed engineers and Air Force base commanders all testifying these are ours and the ships are real. So, I mean, for 40 years, this has been going on and people still think uh, that that's where we're at. This has been censored, blocked and everything. And so they, they've been being deceived, you know, for 75 years and, and censored. Uh, it, I go, at what point are, are they going to go, come on, this is, this is getting old. It's like waiting for your packet to come in the mail where you're going to get all these millions of dollars, you know, and, uh, you know, all these things. They were doing that in the 70s, you know, and the people saying, oh, your packet's coming next week, next Tuesday, you know, funding's happening next Tuesday. And I go, at what point do you say, wait a second, I need to take a second look at this, take a deeper look at this and see who I'm giving my power to and uh, and go from there. Mm -hmm. Right. And then there's some people who are genuinely afraid because they don't understand it, you know, the possibility of life. But that's also, you know, the programming with all the movies and, and all of that, making it look to be a big, scary thing when a lot of these beings look humanoid, just like us or similar to us. Yeah. I mean, you look like you just walked off a ship to me, basically. I mean, a lot of them you look very similar to a lot of the Palladians I've interacted with. And most of the, the uh, contacts are usually female in the beginning because they're non-threatening. You know, you see a beautiful female exuding love, you know, and you go, you don't, you don't block up and go, Whoa, what, who are you? You know, it, yeah. Your heart's open. You're going, hi, you know, how can I help you? You know, it's a different, it's a whole different story, but I mean, there's a lot of contact with, men too as well but I, I noticed in the beginning most contacts are with females yeah I found that true as well the first star being that I ever saw her name was Talia and she had light blue skin so she wasn't a Pleiadian she was actually yeah. a Byron light blue skin but very beautiful she looked yeah. like a model and um yeah I worked very closely with her for like six months to a year and then I I started seeing, you know, the, the feline beings and in other varieties. But yeah, she she was the first one that I saw. Very welcoming. Yeah. And there, you know, a lot of the ships have so many different beings on them right now, especially the, you know, everybody has a big war going on. Are they the Galactic Federation? Are they Federation of Worlds? Everybody has a different name for them, but it doesn't matter. But uh, when you go up on these ships and you see all these different beings on these ships, you see little short guys, you know, little, sometimes they have a little kind of like grays, but not, they're just little workers. And uh, you'll see human, you know, very human looking people. And then you see, sometimes you'll see mantis beings on these ships. So you'll see, uh, 
And, and a lot of that is a gray area because when you're talking about grays, reptilians and mantises and things, there's some positive and negative. So it's, 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 uh, I, I usually depends on who they're with and who they're working with as to which group it is, but people need to discern, you know, and sense the motives and agendas, you know, through the heart of whether these beings are in your highest and best good to interact with. Yeah, that's super important because I have seen, you know, I was brand new to this whenever I started having my UFO experiences and contact experiences. I didn't know much about, I just didn't know much about what was going on in the field. And, um, and some of the beings that I, that I do see sometimes they may look gray, like they're not gray, but they do look different. Yeah. And I have seen some, uh, benevolent mantises. There's one that I believe is on a Pleiadian ship that helps is helping with frequency and energy work, very yeah. loving beings. But in readings for people, I have seen like the negative one. I've never had a negative interaction, uh, you know, in real time, just through memories from either, you know, past lives or um, for clients sessions that I do. But yeah, there's a lot of positive things as well. There's so much variety out there. Yeah, there is. Um, you know, right now they're really pushing the narrative that, you know, they're all bugs. They're coming to eat us. They're all you know, they're coming to destroy us and everything else. And they're triggering memories of, of people. Uh, you know, I posted a thing the other day, just messing with people. And I said, you know, I don't know my, my, I said, I'm not this, I'm not this brain and I'm not this intellect. I said, my, my mind exists outside of both. And it goes back billions of years. And, and I, I do, I have memories of flying by the earth and the earth wasn't even solid yet. It was still condensing and uh, it was a gaseous ball that was condensing that was came from the sun. But the uh, I go, that's going to make a really nice planet someday, you know, as it cools and gathers more mass and water. But the, uh, yeah. And, and so I remember the ship I was flying and the outfit I was wearing and every, everything was white. And, uh, and it was like a protective, uh, when you're flying these ships, you have a kind of a protective, it's almost armored white but it's real close to the body and and uh yeah i have a helmet and all that stuff but i i remember that one of our jobs was to monitor planets and monitor the evolution on planets and if things are getting too out of hand we'd send frequencies to calm things down you know so they could continue to go forward and not wipe everybody out and you know things of that nature there was a lot of that going on but uh the the beans i know when I saw the blue beans and some of the other ones, I go, wait a second, you know, this is getting a little out there, you know, this is getting a little weird. And I started doing research and I go, wait a second, all these gods of India were, were blue and blue skinned and green. And same thing with the lion beans. They're all throughout India. They called them Nashringa or Narissa and uh, they were the protectors of the gods, you know, and, and it shows them doing the sword hand, you know, saying you will not mess with these people, you know, they're, they're, protecting the gods and then the ancient uh lyrians they were working with them and they were the protectors of the ancient lyrians until they fell and split and then they 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 went back they said look you're breaking universal law we didn't sign up for this and they went back to sirius and lyra but uh the uh there's so much history of that if you do the research you know people think you're nuts when you talk about 
feline beings, but they're all throughout history, statues, segment, you know, and they're real. They, they walked right alongside a man. Yeah, I actually had um, a memory come up, a past life memory of being a feline being 13 feet tall, I believe, on mm. Earth in ancient Egypt. Hmm. And that just kind of blew me away. Like actually in ancient Egypt, 13 feet tall, and there were humans around also, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were, um, Sekhmet, the statue is anatomically correct that they have in Egypt, and it's 14 feet tall, if I remember right. And the uh, the, the the males, like Bacall and some of the other guys I work with a lot, they're 17 feet tall. And uh, I remember this one, a very ancient one came in one day. I can't remember his name. Do you remember that guy, that lion being this powerful? Like, Taka. Taka. Yeah, his name was Taka. You ought to meditate on that guy. And I just went, holy, I don't know who this guy is, but he is old and powerful, very ancient one. And he came in. But uh, when we start having problems with any any of the negative ones, we call them. And, and it's, you know, and I asked him, I said, what, what about these reptilians? And, you know, is there a problem with them? And they said, oh, no, we're 17 feet tall. They said, we just throw them down and rub their bellies, you know, it's like, (laughs) so, I mean, they joke around a lot, but, uh, and they're really goofy because they're very intimidating. If you're not, you know, if you have a lot of fear and a lot of programming, religious programming or whatever, and you only see black and white and you don't know that it's so vast out there, uh, they, they'll, a lot of times they just won't come to you because you're not ready. But if they do come to you, they'll break you in a little at a time and, you know, put their face right up to yours and then let you process that, you know, and then, and then in your meditations and things like that. But they're beautiful beings and they're really here to help. You know, they're, they're very good at protecting. Yeah. With the feline beings, I often feel very like warrior, courageous yeah. energy with them, which is pretty nice. Yeah, and I asked them, I said, what's your main goal? And they said, we're we're here to uh, initiate the line within you, is what they said within us. They're trying to, to get us in touch with our courage and the line within and stand up and, and for what's right, you know, what's aligned with universal law. And and I tell people, none of these beings want to be worshipped. That, you know, everybody goes, oh, you're worshipping these beings. I said, no, that's not their goal. They're here to help us remember who we are and empower us to make our own personal connection with creator they're not and if they aren't doing that then you need to change channels you know yeah definitely yeah that's a been just a recurring one of the biggest messages is remember (laughs) Remember, yeah remember remember who you are remember your power and i recently had um, an interesting experience with um, the Hindu god Ganesh. Do you know much about him? Uh, actually, I have a little statue of him. I always have it on the car facing forward because he's the remover of obstacles and just busting through the stuff, you know. So I have a little statue of him sitting there and, and have him on my car so he can <laughs> you know, move things out of the way. That's awesome. Yeah, he just... It, what's what's amazing is whenever you start doing this spiritual work and connecting with these other beings like I didn't even know who Ganesh was I recognized you know that the elephant um but I didn't know anything about him he just started showing up 
So he wasn't even like in my awareness until he started showing up and assisting me with things. And um, it's just, it's incredible. It's, it's incredible. Oh, yeah. And There's that so was one much of his help. messages was yeah. one of his messages was, you know, I'm always with you. We're, we're always with you. We're, ne- yeah. we're never alone. You know, it's all connected. And I think one day we're going to figure that out. If, if you, uh, when I first, after I had the drowning and came back from the near death experience, you know, I had, I had actually Jesus coming to me because everybody else was spooks, you know, I was just going, I don't know about this. I don't know. And he came and then he brought Baba G and he told me, you need to learn Eastern thought. So I studied with yogis and I stayed with a lot of llamas and things like that. And then the next thing he brought white Eagle and he said, you need to work with the native Americans. And so I did a lot of ceremony and sweat lodges and things uh, with a lot of elders. And then he kept t- bringing people to me and, and a lot of the Hawaiian elders are coming here as well. And I have friends that were kahunas that crossed over that are, are coming and helping. And we're seeing all the local ones here, which is interesting, but they they wanted me to study all the different cultures. And, you know, I did and uh, experience the ceremonies. And I just realized it's, you know, we all came from the source. We all go back to the source. Uh, we're, we're all created from whatever name you want to give creator. We all came from there as a, as a soul, soul force and we're multidimensional beings. And, and they're all, you know, they all have their creation story, their creator story, and they have their deities that represent different things, different aspects of life, you know, love, wisdom, nurturing, the divine feminine uh, power, courage, you know, they have all those as reminders or sign archetypes, you might say. And, it's really all the same when you get down to it. I don't know why humanity divides itself up into all these little categories and religions and cultures and everything, because, you know, we need to get back to the basics of universal law and that we all, we're all souls. You know, we have these meat suits, multicolored meat suits and, but we're all souls and we all came from the same source and then we're going to figure it out. Then, then we stop, you know, uh, you know, whatever you do to anybody, you do to God, you do to creator because it's omnipresent. And once we get past that, I think we'll finally have world peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another uh, thing, developing a relationship with your higher self in, yeah. in just really, because you, you have 24 seven support. You just have to like, listen to it and put the intention and effort into actually connecting with it it's amazing the things that you will experience and learn from doing that yeah it's your focus you know if you focus on all the, you know this world's a mess right now it's i don't care everybody says they go well you're unenlightened if you see evil if you see the mess going on i go no it's a mess you know we came to clean this up to help you know be examples and clean this up but i'm not going to ignore the fact that it's there and it exists and there is work to be done you know, but, uh, uh, you know, it is to get through this mess, we really have to make our own personal connection with creator or our own higher self, whatever you want to call it. And uh, to get through because you're not going to get the support you want, or the love and the joy and the bliss that you're looking for externally. It, it's just, it's so dysfunctional down here. Don't even try. That's what I tell people. You're lucky if you get, you know, one third of what you can experience from the source and the higher dimensions. Right. 
So what what do you think is what do you kind of foresee over the the next coming years with with kind of how everything's just kind of curious your Yeah, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> but you know what I I know what's possible. You know, I know I know who has the anti-gravity and the counter-gravity that exists. I know we don't need uh batteries for these electric cars. We haven't needed batteries for a very long time. As a matter of fact, we don't even need tires. We could be doing counter-gravity and anti-gravity. And we have that technology. It's, it's here. It's on the planet. And uh, we have, you know, the healing technologies. All that is available. Uh, the only way it's going to come out is by removing the people blocking it and the controllers and the enslavers. And that's happening right now as we speak. It's all being exposed and a lot of these people are being taken out and removed. So uh, once that process is done, I think all of this is going to come out. And, you know, the healing technologies and, you know, living a very spiritual life in harmony with each other in nature, that's the end goal of where we're headed. But it's going to be a challenge. It's not going to be easy. And, and we just have to, you know, do it, you know, make it happen and stick to our guns and not allow other people to sway us, you know, from that, that end goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel there's going to be some turbulence, definitely going to be some turbulence, but yeah, that's just a part of the process, but our, our DNA with the energies and frequencies hitting earth right now, our DNA is starting to become activated. So we, we can begin to actually like heal ourselves. I'm sure there's a lot of people right now who are feeling called to exploring healing modalities in different things. Just trust that and go with it. You will be amazed (laughs) at what you can achieve by doing that. And then once, once our DNA is activated, uh, you know, no, nobody's going to be able to tell us what to do or control us. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, you know, some of these practices like Yigong and things like that, there's special practices that you don't even need to eat. You can actually create protein and create all the energy you need in the body by doing these practices. And uh, there's a lot of things that we could do. Um, I'm seeing now that, that they found just in working with light and getting rid of x-ray. And I think it's ultraviolet, those two waves that things will grow three times faster and changing the atmosphere a little bit that then they'll grow four or five. They have tomatoes. They're getting like 1500 tomatoes off of one plant and they're 40 feet tall. But uh, that's coming out on the net lately. But these technologies are all history. Historically, you know, they talk about this. They talk about the inner earth where grapes are the size of cantaloupes and and things like that. Well, this this is real. This stuff is real. We can do it today. We have that technology. And uh, I like the the thing where they say uh, food is your medicine. You know, when you eat pure food and eat close to nature and close to the ground, and, you know, fresh water, pure air, sunshine, exercise, basically all those things are going to keep you young and keep you going. But, uh, and I think that's where we're moving towards. There's one group that's going to go towards technology and to control and slave everybody. And, and, and they're, they're folding in on themselves right now, just like Atlantis. They're collapsing in on themselves. And then this time around, we've got the more of the Lemurian consciousness where they see the creator and all creation and everything's in unity and they they see those less fortunate they help them to reach their highest potential they it's not a competition you know they they help them rise up and 
I think that's eventually where we're going. But like you're saying, we there when you see the chaos, that's part of the healing. This all has to come up and be exposed. And we have to see how much we've been controlled and manipulated and socially engineered and and who's doing it and who's responsible for it and what they're doing to our food supply and all these things. We have to see all this in order to to change it and heal it and and hold those accountable. I mean, there's no other way of I don't think anybody's just going to snap their fingers and then we're all going to be in 5D. Mm-hmm. No, but you can you can choose to live in that, you know, daily just by keeping yeah. yourself in a high vibe state. But yeah, with the rest of the world, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's a little bit of work. <laughs> I know there's some people that are still running these programs. I, they are so socially engineered and critically thinking impaired and they're still running these programs and you, you go, how can you not see what's happening here? How can you not see through this? How can you not feel the motive and the energy and the agenda of this person? You know, when they're, you know, some people, you can't even watch them on TV. You can't, these go, I can't even watch this person. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, but a lot of these people, they have a huge following everybody's because, you know, they make all the promises and, and say we're going to take care of everything don't worry and and that there's a price usually that comes with that Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and I wanted to add on the food the nutrition that you were just talking about so just in the last week or two I have been craving fruits and vegetables like obnoxiously obnoxiously I've never just woke up and just wanted to eat like fruit for breakfast lunch and dinner (laughs) Oh, it's yeah. starting to feel so much better just this this week getting rest and eating like actual fruits and vegetables so I highly encourage anybody watching this to try it it may not take it may take more than one day of eating you know proper nutrition but give yourself a week yeah. and then you'll start to feel amazing I promise yeah I've, I've been addicted to mangoes lately it's just like oh god they're they're growing right now on the tree outdoors and we have about uh I don't know, we have at least four, five or six mango trees here and and papaya and all that stuff is growing here. Tons, three or four kinds of avocados and what was other ones? A lychee, lychee mm-hmm. trees. And, and we're, I'm growing uh, uh, long gone trees and, and uh, dragon's eye, all these things. You know, it's like I've got them, uh, what's that, rambutan? Rambutan. And lilacoy and soursop, all, all that stuff is just growing here. And Sounds like some exotic plants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, they're so good. And then you read about them and you go, wow, this one totally balances out your blood sugar. This one does this. This one does. And all the stuff that you start reading about, you go, and why am I, why haven't been eating this stuff all along? You know, why? Yeah. Uh, it's all there i mean it's all there and i I tell people you should we should all be turning our if we have any land at all be making a food bank right now you know be planting as many trees as you can fruit trees whatever and uh and get your gardens and and you know know where your food is coming from and know where your water is coming in and have your water tested you know it's real important right now especially with the chemtrails you know Mm-hmm. Uh, you really got to get the right filters in and get this stuff out, you know, out of your water or get it from deep underground. That's the best because then you have the minerals in the water too. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, just in the last 
couple months, that's been one of the really big focuses that the star beings have been expressing with me is like detoxing, detoxing your body. We're detoxing our, our physical bodies right now so yeah. that we can handle raising the vibration. So it can be kind of taxing on our body, but also our brain's changing. We're starting to use more and activate more of our brain. You need fat and nutrition, you know, healthy fats to, yeah. to make Keep that your work. Brain yeah. You know, without that, your brain starts, uh, your body starts living off, off your brain, the fat stored in your brain, if you don't have the right fats going back in. And people don't realize that. And a lot of people are vegetarians aren't getting that covered. And you see them, they're really kind of uh, spacey. They're all spaced out and they don't have that strength, you know, the, uh, you know, they're low energy a lot of times and, and uh, people get really mad at me. And I, I go, well, I've worked with nine PhD biophysicists and, and they say, you know, you need to do this and this and this. And, and, uh, you know, you know, basically we have, why do we have carnivores? Uh, you know, why do we have the teeth that we have? You know, it's, it's like, uh, we're actually omnivores. We can eat anything. Basically that's the way this body is set up, but you know, and everybody's different. Some people can do, some people can just do vegetarian and eat salads and be fine. You know, I don't know how they do it, but my my body won't do it. I know my body says, nah. Not I've tried. That was, I made it about two days and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I, yeah. just, I felt terrible. So my body's different, but I am being more, I am being mindful and I'm not craving that nearly as much. So, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah I think different what you said. lower it, you know, lower your intake. Basically, that's what I've been doing. Cutting. Mm -hmm you know, any meat in half or things like that, or, or eating more veggies and more, you know, find a balance. But, uh, you know, it's interesting because I did that for about a year and a half and, and I became really weak and I was spaced out and everything. And, and plus I, it was right after the near death experience. And, uh, I, this yogi teacher, beautiful woman, very powerful. She'd studied in with all the yogis and llamas and things like that. And she, she goes, you know, I don't say this to very many people, but you need, you need to get a steak and get a girlfriend. <laughs> she said, because you don't even know you have feet. She said, you're so out there. You're not even here. And, uh, and she was right too, because I was so ungrounded and, and I was not here. And, uh, and I did have to change my diet and things like that. And, and, uh, but, uh, girlfriend thing didn't work out too good but it became more trouble than than it was helpful but uh anyway that's a long story i won't go there <laughs> but uh anyway the uh it is hard right now because everybody's in process and you know everybody's stuff is coming up and a lot of the past life trauma childhood trauma everything is coming up and relationships are rough right now and so sometimes to me it's like I go well you know after the shift I'll consider <laughs> get, you know getting out there again but right now I just ah, it's just like scary too much yeah <laughs> too much too much trouble <laughs> it shouldn't be yeah I mean I know there's people out there that yeah. that you know, that are on the same, you have to be frequency specific. You have to be on the same page, working with the same energies, close to the same beliefs and things like that. And you have to do your part in cleaning up your old wounds and traumas and, and, 
And if you really want to see where your your unhealed, unfinished business is, get in a relationship. That's gonna that's going to push it all up right to the surface, you know, twice as fast. But uh, you know, it's just the way it is. Those triggers. Yeah, yeah, triggers. And you go, wow, where'd that come from? You know, it's like I thought I was done with that. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely. I think too, if you have two people like. I love that saying. They said, if you meet your soulmate, you, you're probably either going to, you're going to fall madly in love and you're probably going to kill each other at the same time <laughs> because you're, it's a great amplifier and the energy goes up really fast. And so you're going to feel this incredible love and joy and bliss, but that's going to bring up all your unhealed issues and, and then the projections and the blames and the start happening. And so if you're not involved in self-mastery or self-discipline or whatever observing yourself you're you're just gonna go nuts you know you're gonna dump everything and probably kill the relationship and i've seen that happen over and over again you know with i even made the t-shirt the t-shirt says i'm not your father i'm not your mother i'm not your ex-lover i'm just sitting here <laughs> that's what my, my, my teacher my t-shirt says but uh awesome. yeah it's kind of like i'm not saying i'm I'm not beyond my own stuff. You know, everybody has stuff. Yeah, I just know it. I know what it is. And yeah. I keep it. Oh, awareness and admitting it is like that's the biggest thing. Don't don't get yeah. if it will if something offends you, there's a reason for it. Just kind of like take a step back and ask why did that just trigger me? Just be open and honest with yourself. Yeah, I like sometimes I use humor to trigger stuff that people need. You know, you have a big red button there and you just can't resist it and bam. <laughs> you tell a couple of feminist jokes and just ah it all comes up or or whatever male joke it's funny you just you watch you just watch people lose it and, and you know you go and they go ah they come off go off on you and i go okay you're welcome they go what what do you mean you're welcome i said well it just helps you look at you know all the stuff you haven't you have unfinished business with you know? <laughs> and uh you know it's kind of is it there's there's an imp in me I have to watch sometimes. It likes to push those red buttons. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's funny. I I love the llamas I studied with. Um, they they had wicked sense of humor and they would just go right to your stuff and they would crack jokes about it and bring it up and things like that. And nothing bothered them. And they didn't care if you loved them or didn't love them or anything else. They were loved, you know, they they were just totally plugged into the source. But they knew your buttons. They knew exactly what you're afraid of, what your your necromancers were, and they would just get you. You know, they'd push your buttons so you deal with it. You know, and get on with your work. Mm-hmm. So when when did you uh, like train with uh, these beings? Was that like, or I was going to ask you like, how did that go? That sounds just amazing. Tra- like spending time with yogis and and all of that. I tell you what's really weird is that. I studied for seven years intensely with a woman yogi and then she would bring other yogis in and uh, it was bhakti yoga that I studied and it's spirit, mind and body. They cover everything. It's not just the physical yoga and, uh, and, and then they brought other yogis in and I was initiated and, and, you know, meditated with them. And sometimes we'd have like five different yogis and all of us in a tent meditating and, Babaji would come in and start moving my lips. I go, oh, sh-, you know, and 
and the yogis have pointed me, you need to talk, you need, you know, there's a message, you know, and, and so it kind of forced me to, to, to bring the information in, but the, uh, uh, it's just, it was weird. It just, it was a, that synchronistic thing where you just one after you keep wherever you're supposed to work with, or, you know, the teacher will come when the student's ready. It was that thing. And I just kept meeting these people. And, and then I, I met, uh, uh, Walt, grandfather Wallace Black Elk and Standing Elk and and uh, Golden Light Eagle, which he changed his name from Standing Elk to, I think, Red Red Spotted Horse and Golden Light Eagle. He's crossed over now, and uh, we did a lot of sweat lodges together with a lot of these guys, and they shared a lot of the prophecies and things with me. But uh, you know, it's it's been I feel like I've been doing this forever, you know, and. I like here that there's a lot of kahunas and I had some, a lot of them came to the ranch too. They came to East Eddie and they would do lectures and workshops and they didn't want to stay and they'd stay for a couple of weeks and we'd all hang out and do, do sweat lodges or ceremonies together and things like that. So it was, uh, you know, it's like, I hate to say it, but it's like East Eddie has been going for like 40 years. You know, so, so these people have been coming and coming and coming ever since then. I was five when I started it. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, the, uh, now they, they, uh, I think that's what happens when you're on that path and you've set that intent, the universe will provide, will provide whatever. And, and they wanted me to learn from each culture, you know, yeah, what, what they're foundational. And I'm not saying each culture is perfect. They, um, you know, there's uh you know, there's good shamans and not so good shamans. There's white witches or druids, and then there's black magic. You know, there's there's so many different elements. There's always a positive and negative in there, and so you have to be careful. Uh, you know, in, in in Indonesia, they'll they'll teach you white magic, but they said first you need to learn black magic in case they're going to use black magic against you. Uh, you need to know what it is to help other people that they're using blood. You have to know how to clear it and heal it. And and a lot of those techniques are very similar to, you know, like uh, it's a thought form, basically, and you just clear it out, clear the thought form out. Whatever they're projecting, you can undo it. You can clear it by hooking into the higher consciousness and energy. So it's it's really, when you really study it all, it comes down to, 99% of it is intention and frequency, basically. You know, focus on love and joy. That's what the Lama said. They focus on love and joy and bliss until you become it. He said that there's so few enlightened people on the planet because it's so simple. And the more complicated it is, the less power it has. So like Yigong, less is more. And so the practices are very simple. They're very basic. And they're very powerful because they're not diluted, you know, with all these mental constructs and things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that's one of the uh, the things that Source told me. One of the biggest things, biggest messages that I could do, it was follow your bliss. And I was like, really? Yeah. That's it? <laughs> that's it? And, you know, another one told me, follow your bliss, but they also said, selfish is godish mm -hmm. and when they told me that i went that's you know that's bullshit you know i said <laughs> you know we're here to serve others we're here in service to others and 
I don't understand how selfish is God. It doesn't make sense. And then they further explained it to me. They said, you've got to be true to yourself. Sometimes you have to be selfish to stay aligned with your own unique soul purpose. And you can't be pulled off here and there in 10 different directions. And, and so, you know, they, they said, really, um, and you're an example to others when you do that. So, you know, it's all like physician heal thyself. You know, if you can heal yourself, you can help others. Same thing with the emotional stuff, heal yourself first, and then you can help pass that on and help others. But, and that's the hard thing for a lot of the people in the spiritual community to realize is that, you know, sometimes you got to be true to yourself. And sometimes that means saying no and setting boundaries and, and say, no, I need, I need this time right now. I need my time. I need quiet time. I need to be in nature. I need to go here. There's something I need to to get from this person or this, these teachings, whatever, you know, you have to be free to do that or, or, uh, and anything else is kind of like either coming from insecurity or, or uh, unhealed, you know, programs and things like that, or, or you might be hooked up with a tyrant who knows <laughs> you know, it could be a lot of different things yeah yeah i agree 100 percent with the uh the setting boundaries that was a tough one for me to learn for a while but yeah it makes such a such a big big difference yeah i'm still working on that one i i'm having some new experiences with that one where i i tell people something and I say, Hey, please don't do that. You know, it's like the end result is going to be really messed up and they do it anyway. And then, and then finally, I'm I'm the guy that I'll give people, you know, 25 uh, strikes, you know, before they're out. And I'm, I'm learning to get that down to three, you know, know, the baseball three strikes. Okay. See ya. Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I still, I'm still at about four strikes, four or five, but I'll get down to three one day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, we're always learning new things as we go. Like I thought I had my boundaries good. And then as you were talking, I was like, wait, there probably is, there's something else that I'm thinking of that I could probably have better boundaries on. It's just, it's an ongoing thing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, one of the problems is it depends on where you came from and your past lives and things, but Palladians are terrible at boundaries. You know, they, they, they think everything is love. Everything is joy. Everybody believes like they do and they're all in their bliss and everything. And they have no concept of somebody lying or deceiving or stealing or harming them, or it's just not part of the reality. And so they come down here and they just get their butts kicked basically. And so you, you got to balance it out with a little, little Orion Council of Light street smarts, you know, that uh, where, where you you've are some of, are like the lion energies, you know, to balance it out where you can set those boundaries. And, mm-hmm. and you know, people have been through the wars, you know, with the Gray Alliance and the, the Orion Wars and those other things. Those people are great at setting boundaries because they see things for exactly what they are and because they they kind of got their butts kicked, you know, and, and learn, gain the wisdom from that experience. But I know we're almost hitting the end of the hour here. Um, it's been a great show, great conversation. I'll definitely bring you back on again. What's the best way for people to get in contact with you? Uh, so YouTube, uh, my channel is Lily Nova, Star Seated is great. And if if you go to uh, my channel, I also have like a link in the description with my link tree, contact form, all of that, um, other social medias. I just had to make a new 
Instagram account because mine got suspended wrongfully. Wow. Yeah, I there was a apparently there's a lot of kind of like they they canceled me out for imposter being an imposter imposing oh. as somebody else when it wasn't. So I don't know how that happened. So I just made a new Instagram, lilynova.official. Um, right. And then yeah, yeah. Awesome. Hey, we'll keep up the good work and uh hopefully we can I'll get you on again. We'll show some of your footage and maybe maybe we'll do a combined footage and get some uh I think it'd be a great show for you and Peter and I to come on and show all of our footage, you know, and that, that was that'd be a great a great show. Just put it to rest, you know, the control narrative is over with. Contact has happened. It has happened for a long time and it's time to stop living in the past and 70 years of deception needs to you know needs to end but uh yeah anyway again i can't thank you enough for coming on the show keep up the great work and uh james gillen signing off with as you wish talk radio and you said stargate have a great evening keep an open mind loving heart pure intent and we'll get through these challenges anyway good night